We all have a story to tell. The longer our lives, the richer our stories. When I look at you, I see a woman of strength, integrity, character. A woman who has seen hardships, struggles, pain, and loss. A woman who has compassion, love, courage, and power. A woman who has succeeded, failed, and learned. A woman who will continue to persevere and thrive. When I look at you, I see a woman who is wise, not withered. Hello and welcome to the Wise Not Withered podcast. It's season three and this is episode number three. So today I wanted to talk about... um, the entertainment lawyers that I talked to, um, the contract I had all the artists sign, the first part of the podcast, um, the episodes I did about um, interviewing wise women in my own life, um, a realization I had about how many characters there were supposed to be, and an excerpt about um, possibly mentoring some people. So first, I realized that I wanted to contact some enter- <clears throat> excuse me entertainment lawyers um, so that I would be able to have a contract for each artist to sign. Um, I just realized early on that including a lot of different artists from all over the world would be kind of tricky and I would need to have... A professional helped me out to make sure I had all my bases covered. Um, so I just started looking up entertainment lawyers. I realized um, after I read that initial spiel that I sent to many people in the previous episode, I read that and I said that I wouldn't be paying anybody. But what I ended up doing was giving kind of like a, a token of gratitude, a $10 appreciation um, kind of like a, like a tip and also just, just a promise of something that I would give them in return. Obviously $10 is not that much, but it was just something to have to give them as like a, here you go. Thanks for, thanks for doing it. It's done now. You know, that kind of thing. So, um, Yeah, so I talked to a lot of different entertainment lawyers and I had some initial like free consultations, which was really nice, but like, holy shit, these, some of these were so expensive. Like one of them was, um, $425 an hour. That was like, oh wow. Okay. Then another one was going to be a flat rate of $1,750. I was like, what? Just for a contract? Like, what is going on? Then there was another guy that was $350. And I was like, okay, that's a little more manageable. But then the person I ended up going with was only $100. (laughs) So just kind of interesting how just the, the ranges of prices. I mean, I've never really worked with a lawyer before. I had never hired a lawyer to do something for me before. So this was totally new. Um, yeah. So 
I ended up going with her and it was pretty interesting. We met at a coffee shop. Um, we talked about the the project. I gave her the whole spiel and it was interesting because I think she was also a wise woman in her um, middle age and I was just really curious about her. Like I... I almost wanted to ask her more stuff about her life and like maybe even interview her. Um, she just seemed pretty interesting. The kind of stuff she talked about, she seemed a lot more easygoing than the other lawyers that I talked to. Like she was a lot more, um, not, not unprofessional. She was professional, but just more casual in how she was talking to me. And I felt really comfortable. You know, we met at a coffee shop, like I said, so it was pretty low key and yeah, it was a good experience. And so she sent me her um, draft of the contract. It was seven pages long. I printed the whole thing out and painstakingly went through the whole thing and had my pen. I annotated um, like questions that I had and then there were some grammatical things. I'm, I'm a real stickler for grammar, so I wanted it to be absolutely perfect. So there were just a lot of, it was just a lot of really interesting stuff that I had never thought about before. Um, like, so licensee will pay a flat fee of $10 for the use of work. Thereafter, artists will be paid a total of half a percent of all net royalties earned from the project. So that's another part of it that um, since I have 25 characters and there will be four people contributing for each character, you know, the writer, the illustrator, the voice actor and composer, um, each person would receive half a percent. So I can't think about doing the math right now, but I realized that I was thinking, yeah, you know, I would like to contribute, you know, um, pay them for their, their work. But I also, this is my project and I think it's fair for me to um, get half of whatever proceeds. So um, I also, yeah, in the previous episode, I also talked about how I would not be um, promoting anything or selling anything. But since then, I have decided um, nothing is set in stone yet, obviously, because not everything is done yet. But in addition to sending that formidable package to video game companies, I also want to have all of the books and the CDs and all of the illustrations and all of that stuff, um, all the art available for people to buy. So I haven't, again, I haven't um, really set anything in stone yet, um, you know, because not everything is done yet, but I would like to have it accessible for people to purchase eventually. Um, yeah, so let's see moving on to the episodes with the 10 wise women in my life this was really interesting i i kind of i actually went to facebook and i looked through my friends list and just sent messages to all of the wise women that i was connected with um and I have to say it was really quite interesting. There were also some people in my family that I asked to participate, but the only person in my family that participated was my mom. Um, even though I did ask a lot of other people, it was just interesting that I asked people if they wanted to be interviewed and they said, oh, sure, cool. 
But then I had this thought of, hmm, this is not your average interview. Like this is not going to be light stuff. Like this is really diving into some heavy topics. So I actually typed up all the questions that I was going to ask and sent it to them. And it was like, here are the questions. Do you still want to be interviewed? And then there were so many people that I either didn't hear from just, uh, you know, they did not want to tell me that they didn't feel comfortable or, you know, they just specifically told me, oh, never mind. That's like no one, no one flat out said, oh, that's too much. But there were some people that were like, oh, uh, that's mm, yeah, that's really personal. Uh, no, thanks. So I get it. It was it was just interesting. And especially because I I did that, you know, four years ago, it just it's just interesting to think about how much I have grown and changed in that time. And I just it's just it's fun to look back and see stuff that I was doing back then and what I'm doing now. So um, some people I met up with them at various places. Some people I met. Yeah, in like a park. Um, my previous um, counselor, I met her in her office. Um, some other people, we did Zoom meetings. <clears throat> uh, my mom, I interviewed her in my kitchen, in our kitchen. Um, yeah, and that those 10 episodes, probably just the post-interview process probably stressed me out the most out of everything that I've done in this project so far just because I wanted to transcribe the entire interview and I did it for many of them but it was just this whole long process and I don't think I I'm not sure if I would do that again like transcribe interviews I did that for another website that I um, did a lot of interviews for I think I did like 20 something interviews on that website and I did transcribe each one painstakingly but yeah I don't know if I would do that anymore um so moving on so originally I was going to have 12 to 15 characters but I realized at one point, um, if I can actually find, do, 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 can I find it? Yeah, here. So I said, I'm starting to wonder now, there's a difference between middle-aged and elderly. They're literally different time periods of your life. I'm going to have more characters. I have to. 15 won't do it anymore. I need at least 20. I don't need to change my approach at all. I'm still recruiting people. I'll just start saying 100 people. Damn, what if, no, no, when, when I have 100 creative badass women from all over the world working with me to create a beautiful project to showcase what's possible when women work together and have nothing but love for one another, dot, dot, dot. That's crazy. And then I just wrote in all caps, I'm in love with this idea. Ha <laughs> ha, oh my God. So I'll have 25 characters, ages 40 to 100. And I just wrote 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80
ages 40, 42, 45, 47, 49, 50, 53, 56, 58, 61, 64, 67, 70, 71, 75, um, 78, 80, 81, 86, 89, 92, 96, 99, 100, and 103. So I just realized that I needed to have a shit ton of characters that just 12 or 15 was not going to cut it anymore. Yeah, so I had that realization and I'm really glad I stuck to that because it was this feeling of like, oh my God, I'm going to be doubling the number I originally thought, but it just felt right. And I actually didn't really remember even having that realization until I was looking through my journal again and I realized like, oh right, I didn't always plan to do 25. But once I made that decision, it just... I never looked back. I never thought like, oh, this is too many characters. I always thought, yeah, this is, this is, it has to be 25. It has to be like so many. Um, okay. So getting to my last point, I wrote about, uh, mentoring teenagers. So this is an entry I wrote on November 18th, 2018. So I said, maybe I'm a little nervous about making my deadline. I can always make changes. So I have a little issue. Two of my writers now are teenagers. I feel a little weird inviting them on board, but I think this will be a great learning experience for both of us, meaning like the younger girls and me, not that they should be categorized in my mind. I will ask them maybe to practice writing, maybe answering questions like, what does it mean to you to be a girl living in India or in Italy? That's where they were right now. Answer with as much poetry, monologue, or descriptive prose, third or first or second person. I didn't actually end up doing that. But anyway, moving on. I feel like I could be somewhat of a mentor to them, like to help them improve their writing and maybe even to help them through any personal struggles they might be going through. I mean, I don't necessarily need to feel like a therapist, but it could be cool just to, I guess, have some experience interacting with a teenage female poet. I feel like I sort of retroactively wish I could have shared my poetry with the world when I was their age, or rather maybe I simply entertain the idea of it. And then thinking about the way that I was when I was that age and maybe try to be the type of person I would have wanted to fall into my life and who could help me positively hone my craft with support, no judgment, care, and helpful, actionable advice. In a way, I am somewhat anticipating that I will be doing a lot of true collaboration with these two young writers in particularly, or I guess... Well, for two reasons. One, I think there will be a certain level of grammar abilities, though not at all to put them down. And two, I feel that maybe there will be a certain depth that comes from age that I may need to fill in. And when was this? 2018. So I was 26 at that point. Yeah, I was 26. So I'm not wise or withered yet, or wise not withered yet. I am not withered, but... Uh, I'm, I'm getting wiser, but you know, so moving on, but I certainly want to give them a chance. Also, my mom brought up a very good point. Why not have some grammatical errors, especially for the parts that are supposed to be more poetic or conversational. I also recognize my arrogance a bit in what I'm saying. And I think it's also important to remind myself that I'm also going to learn from them as well, hearing things from their unique perspective. 
And more about that grammatical thing, there actually, um, there actually were some cases where I did see some grammatical errors in things that people said in some of the stories. And I did purposely leave those because as I said, like my mom had said, um, just including those grammatical errors in conversation actually does add more character and add more depth and interest. So um, while I did for a lot of, a lot of people, um, I, for a lot of people's stories that I didn't truly collaborate with, I did go through and really comb through it and, um, clean up all the grammar and all the punctuation and errors and all of that stuff, but kept the integrity of their writing. But actually, you know, even with the ones that I did truly collaborate, I tried to keep the integrity of their writing. Um, yeah, I really wanted the, the main, one of the main purposes of this project was to include as many different voices as possible. So that was a goal, um, a goal of mine. Yeah. Okay, well, that is all for today's episode. Definitely a lighter one than last week or last month. Um, Stay tuned for another episode in April. Bye-bye.